0: Welcome to the Porsche Club Insider, your one stop for all things Porsche and PCA. Here's your host, Vu Gwynn, and the Insider crew.
1: So welcome back, everyone. Episode 84. We're back in PCA's national headquarters. Y'all have been on the road at Rensport. I have serious FOMO. Uh, I missed out on a lot, but... I needed to stay to take care of a couple of things. But uh, we have around the table, of course, Manny and Damon are here. And I think this is the first time we've ever had a guest uh, back-to-back. Because, Richard, you were on the last episode, and you're back here to take care of some administrative stuff with uh, with staff here. So you're back at headquarters. So uh, Richard Strahota, PCA's National Treasurer, welcome to the podcast at HQ.
2: Thank you. Good to be here. But you must really be hard up. If I'm here, back to that. <laughs> no, you we, just, you we, just happen
3: to be in the building. <laughs> no, we have an ulterior purpose because you you uh, take care of the treasury, thus the budget. Many, <laughs> many man, wanted. So you, are... first thing you complained about was how creaky the chairs were. Yeah, And move. how small the table was. <laughs> so you'll understand this and be our champion when we ask for a lot more money. Yeah, than exactly. the budget. And and for a and bigger
2: I, budget. There's no air conditioning. Either. Oh no, don't you feel like that. you're <laughs> under a heat lamp? At, <laughs> I would uh... say it
3: feels like I'm having the the podcast in my suburban.
2: You to Arizona weather, but this is
3: hot (laughs) well first
1: off let me just thank um the hq staff the executive council all the hundreds of volunteers um and and robert i know was also on the road and we always talk about him being uh behind the scenes but thank you all for taking such good care and representing pca at Sport.
0: yeah it was fun
3: yes it was uh an experience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking
1: of experiences, um, do you know who Dr. Julio Palma Palma is? Anybody? Anyone? No, makes, not making makes the bill. Yes. <laughs> <I wanna. laughs> yes. He's he a great Porsche collector. He is a, I believe, a wine connoisseur, mm-hmm. but he's also the creator of the Stent. Did you know that, Manny? Oh, really? I, did, uh, I always thought
3: that, I thought that where sort the of Cook family got their money from.
1: I think they make stents, but uh, I don't think they created okay. the stent. So, um, I'm especially thankful for, uh, Dr. Palma for creating and those people that produced the stent because that's the reason why I wasn't at Rensport. Um, Thank you for all the well wishes. I know it kind of took people by surprise why I wasn't at Rensport. Um, But the Friday before I was supposed to uh, get on the plane to head out for 10 days, I kind of noticed things weren't right. And uh, thankfully, I listened to my body and I was able to get appointments and long story short, uh, I thought I was going in for a stress well, test. I don't think you can
3: yada, yada, yada for the story <laughs> because these listeners have been uh waiting two weeks. I've told them I'm going to let you tell the story. Okay, so okay, all right. Get so, into your more in-depth. Okay. Exactly. Hey, let's even back up to the Thursday before the Friday. We were in the office all together, and you were telling us how you thought you were allergic to your daughter's dog. When your daughter just came back from college. Yeah. And so we're thinking, yes, you are probably allergic because – uh you were out of breath, and uh, when I was allergic to a cat, I was like that too. But I, I was actually allergic.
1: All right, so I'll rewind a bit. Um, so I don't, I di- don't, and didn't have any. Um, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. Um, I have no family history of heart issues. Um, but just,
3: just a love for fried chicken. <laughs> just a love for, for <laughs> double fried chicken.
1: Um, so anyways, I wasn't feeling that great for the past couple of months. I, I play a lot of pickleball, and I kind of know my limits of how many games I can play. I can play two, three hours typically with no problem. And the past couple of weeks before Rensport, I noticed I was getting tired more quickly. And um, the the Monday before I was supposed to leave for Rensport... Um, Unfortunately, a friend passed away, so I was like kind of on alert. You know how when someone, you know, someone close to you pass away, and then I went to play pickleball that that evening, and uh, I won my first game. And typically, the first game you stay on the court and you play the next people that come on. And I was like, you know what? I want to sit down. And I was playing with my brother, and he was like, "Are you okay? Like you don't normally step off if you win." And I'm like, "No, no, I think I want to conserve my energy." He's like, "You feeling okay?" And and so, anyways, I I. I I stayed. I played the second game, and um, I, my brother was like, "You're? Why are you like walking to the ball?" I'm like, "Well, because I'm, I'm conserving my energy. I want to make sure I play hard." <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, I finished the second game. And after two games, you step off the court, and I'm talking with my friends. They're they're like, "You know, my brother was again saying, you know, it's, it's noticing I was kind of different." And I was talking to my friends. I'm like, "Ah, eh, you know, I just kind of pain is too strong of a word. I had like a discomfort, and I just felt tired." and of course my, my friends were just like mm, you probably want to get that checked out. So combined with you know losing a friend earlier in the morning, that happening, you know I was like you know before I go to run sport maybe I should go get checked out. So Tuesday I call my primary care, thankfully I got in right away and you know did my EKG and you know blood pressure and you know blood pressure was a little high. EKG looked fairly normal. I didn't have I wasn't tired when I went into that appointment cuz without like physical, major physical activity, I felt perfectly fine. Or so I thought I felt fine. So anyways, my, my doctor friends are like, well, just tell your primary care person you have a, you've had atypical chest pains. So I told my primary care person that, and even though everything looked okay, he's like, okay, well, since you have atypical chest pains, try to get an appointment with the cardiologist. You probably want to go do this thing called a calcium scan. I'm like, I'll do it today. He's like, hmm, if you can get in, yeah, do it today and we'll see what's up. So I went from his office directly to the radiologist and say, can I get a calcium scan? And here's where things are kind of like, I'm so grateful. I've had, I had many points where I could have hopped off the, the the highway and just said, I'll do it after Rensport. But I didn't. I went to, he's like, there's a radiologist by your house. I was like, perfect. I'll go there. I get there. That particular office doesn't do the calcium scan. I was like, ugh. But thankfully, the lady behind the counter, she's like, you know what? Don't worry, honey. I'll send you your information. We have another office five minutes from here. Go over there, and we'll we'll get you wow. set up. I'm like, okay. She made it easy for me, so I went to that one. So I get, I walk right in. I do my scan. I uh, I go home, back, hop back on the computer, get back to work. Later that afternoon, I get my results. My results show that you know, you've got mild calcification. I'm like, well, what does that mean? I feel kind of whatever. And my friend... Uh, you know, um, my friend who's a doctor, she said, you know, mild is still not good. So you probably should go see a cardiologist. I'm like, well, I can you get me in to see someone pretty quickly. And she's like, Do you mind driving? I said, No problem. I'll drive to Baltimore, wherever you need me to go. So I did. So I got an appointment for Friday. This is again, I'm supposed to leave for a sport on Saturday. And so Friday, I'm like, you know what? Uh, So Thursday night, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to fast, I'm going to bring my gym shoes, I'm going to bring shorts and shirt thinking I'm going to do a stress test. And so I get into the office, 9 o'clock in the morning, see the doctor. Of course, my friend has warned the doctor that I'll probably try to talk him into a Porsche. And so we start talking about cars. And as he's hooking me up and doing the EKG stuff, my results come out. And he looks at my EKG and he stopped talking about Porsches. He's like, hmm, your EKG today does not look like your EKG from Tuesday. I'm like, so is that bad? He's like, hmm. (laughs) that means we need to take a look i'm like okay what do we need to do i'm thinking i'm gonna hop on a treadmill or something he's like no the really the only way for us to really know what's going on is actually put a camera in your heart i'm like huh i was like is that something we do in the office he's like no you're gonna have to go across the street i'm like to the hospital he's like yep i'm like okay i'm he's like it's it's very easy you know there's Super high success rate, I think 99% or whatever. <laughs> All you got to do is sit there and lay there, right? I mean, there's so always got to be that 1%. be right? part of the 1%. Yeah. He, he was like, you know, it's 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 very routine. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so what, what happens? You put a camera in there? He's like, yeah, we'll put a camera in there. We'll know 100% exactly what's going on with your heart. I was like, well, that sounds good. I'm like, but what happens if you find something? He's like, then we've got to move into more advanced procedures to take care of the problem. I'm like, so if you find something, like, I could have some serious surgery today. He's like, he's like, oh, you know, you're pretty young. I don't think so. But, you know, I don't know. He's like, I don't know until we go in there with the camera. So now it's, like, getting serious. And, like, I'm like, huh, okay. I was like, what's the quickest way to the hospital? He's like, well, by ambulance. I'm like, by ambulance? (laughs) I drove myself up here. He's like, he said, you asked about how the quickest way to get to the hospital. But you can drive. It's just right next door. So I drive. And one of those things they say is like when you have heart issues, like you have these dark thoughts. I didn't really realize that. But for the past couple of months, you know, when someone happens, something happens to like a loved one or someone in PCA pass away, like I've had kind of dark thoughts of like, will there be a future for whatever, right? So it got kind of dark. I'm going to be honest with you. Like walking into that hospital, I'm like, this is pretty lame. Not only like, I'm walking myself to the hospital. I didn't even take a nice car. Like I took, I took the minivan cause I was going into Baltimore. I'm like, my last drive is like going to be my Odyssey. I'm like, this is lame. And like, I didn't even say like goodbye to my wife, my kids. And I'm just like, holy moly. And then I walk into the hospital. I go into the cardiology area and, um, I'm dressed kind of normal, right? And I walk in. Like, oh, are you here to see somebody? I'm like, no, I'm actually, I'm here cause my doctor sent me. I'm like, oh they sent you over here and so that kind of changed their attitude because they thought i was like coming to visit someone because i'm fairly young right i'm 48 it's not normal that they see someone young and kind of chipper
3: first time i heard them say 48 not (laughs) mid-40s yeah (laughs) so
1: they prepped me right away again remember my appointment with the doctor was at nine in the morning now one o'clock i'm on the bed and Hmm. uh they send a uh uh, a camera up my veins. And the cool part is they send it through my wrist. Oh, wow. Not the groin. Not the groin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully, but there was a, the the groin is plan B. Yeah. So uh, I was surprised that they had to prep that area too. <laughs> and and the, ner- the, the nurse was, the nurse was like, that's a free service. Normally <laughs> you got to pay for that. You speed speeder shopping afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyways, they send the scope up and, uh, I'm awake. I was surprised. I thought I'd be asleep. They say, no, we're just going to give you some medicine. You're going to be alert, but you just won't be, you know, you won't. Did uh, they tell you what the
3: percentage was on this procedure? So as I'm laying on the
1: table, I'm laying on the table. There's these young RNs in there and they're, for some reason, they were pumping like 90s hip hop and blah, 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 like in the room. So I was like, oh, this is pretty good they didn't know who the artists were. So I'm like rattling off who the artists are. And <laughs> so we got to talking and we, one of them wanted a Cayenne we to talk about cars as they were prepping. And um, so I said, so how often do you guys do this a day? And then, like, oh, 18 to 20 procedures a day. Wow. So that made me feel pretty good. Like I felt like I was just going through something pretty simple. And I said, so is it often that things Are just fixed here, and they said, Yeah, most of the times. I say, But what happens when they don't fix things here? She goes, Oh, then you go to a different room, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, with, uh, with those Little, little uh, cubby and a sliding yeah. glass door, oh, sliding yeah. door <laughs> with the power tools. <laughs> and <laughs> it's very uh, cold in yeah. there, isn't it? Get so, you put on your toe, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, then it was very cool. I love, you know, I'm. I've always been amazed by the human body and how advanced we are, even though, you know, we talk Porsches and how advanced cars are, but it is nothing compared to the human body, right? So they send the camera through, they went through, and there's this particular artery that feeds your heart called the LAD. And most people have heard of um, blockages in the LAD, which is known as the Widowmaker because it cuts off supply to, you know, the blood that your heart needs to pump. And, um, so he goes in and he goes, hmm, <laughs> yeah, hearing a hum is not exactly, uh, you know, the m- most confidence inspiring, but, uh, he said, well, we, you know, the good news is we found wrong." I'm like, okay. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm kind of surprised, but you have a 95% blockage and your oh LAD. Wow. I'm like 95%. Like how, how do I not?
3: <laughs> That's an A plus
1: though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Rarely do I get A's, but here I got an A. Um, and I said, "So what does that mean?" He's like, "Well, uh, the good news is the blockage is at the lower part of your LAD because when it's at the upper part, it can be very difficult and so on and so forth." And I said, "Great, so you're just gonna put it in and I'm good to go?" He's like, "He's like, let's um let me do the procedure and <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> afterwards." So sure enough, he throws in there, and I don't know if Robert has a picture of what a stent is, but literally it's like a metal scaffolding that goes into your artery. And, um, they expand it and they push the blockage. They don't, they don't disturb the blockage per se. And like, like push it and flush it out of the system. They just kind of open the walls up. And when they do that, obviously your blood starts flowing again. And I was so amazed. I said, and I'm talking to the doctor while he's doing this. He's like, I'm like, I think I feel like much better already. He's like, yeah, look at the TV. He's like, this is how your blood was like pinched off. Right, like some, almost like someone put a vice grip on the end of a a brake brake uh, hose, and now you pull off the the uh, the clamp, and everything was flowing normal. And um, Manny asked, you know, had I known any other signs? Like about a year ago, I noticed I had some discomfort in my left shoulder. Not really. They say you're su- supposed to experience some sort of numbness in in your arms too, but I didn't really have that. But I did definitely have like this. This discomfort Did you a in my shoulder. elbow? No, because it was my left. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was my left, But I, I had mentioned that to my doctor before, but they didn't think it was anything because I had no other signs. But as soon as they opened that flow, by the time I got to my recovery room, my shoulder felt better. Like like everything. Wow. And I felt amazing. I felt like all, I tell people I felt like I came up from underwater and just was able to take a much bigger breath. And I felt amazing. And so uh, the scary part was not the procedure. And the reason why I'm sharing all this with you all is not because I want to bore you to death on a show that's about cars. But really, if anything is wrong with you and anything that doesn't feel right, please go see the doctor and don't wait. And the, And here's where the scary part comes in. So usually, after getting that procedure, you can go home. But they said, we need to keep you overnight. I'm like, okay, why is that? I said, well, in your blood work, there was an enzyme that your heart produces called troponin, I think. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. Anyways, it's an enzyme that the heart produces when it's getting ready to have a heart attack. Oh, wow. So wow. talk about getting wow. so close to the light. And that's what's scary for me is I didn't realize like I was getting that close to the light. And the like I said, on Tuesday... There was no sense of urgency for me to go get the scan. There was no sense of urgency for me to get that appointment with a cardiologist. I just happened to be OCD and wanted to know. And I just happened to, you know, was able to get these appointments. But the doctor said, literally, had you left, you would have had an episode, if not that day or the next two or or three days. And obviously, I would have been on a plane. I would have been at Rensport. And, you know, minutes means different things yeah. right when episodes like that happen and of course i was feeling great in recovery so what does we do he starts doing research on google about like LAD blockage and blah 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 do mm-hmm. you have any idea what the survival rates for an LED blockage blockages not 99 percent. no uh, very much the opposite 10 yeah. percent.
3: wow that's not pretty good <laughs> <laughs>
1: too, too small of a number for me too small yeah. of a number for me but more importantly is like when you have an episode like that you can actually damage your heart right Mm -hmm. and that means
3: that's what you were lucky that's what that's That's what what, yeah very lucky about and that's why they
1: kept me overnight and Mm -hmm. um i tell you what i'm so lucky i'm so thankful um i felt fantastic the the staff at the hospital the doctors all my friends and family all you guys that were keeping tabs on me as i was going through this um it was weird to think that i had a heart procedure and i felt amazing almost immediately and the doctor said well obviously we don't want you going anywhere just in case and don't want to be at high altitudes blah 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 so i had to s- stay back for a week but i was like i had more energy than ever before and it was so exciting to see what was going on at Rensport, and you know the executive council and the staff here has been built where You know, we're a pretty sophisticated system. We have a lot of cogs um, that go into an event uh, to make things happen. But when one of us is down, the others can pick each other up. And that was clearly... Demonstrated at RenSport because I, from what I could see, uh, I was you know glued to my Facebook feed, and people were sending me photos. And
3: well, Richard was interviewing executive director <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> Plan B. He, Plan... Was at, he was at the parking lot. <laughs> Plan B. You weren't supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it it went off flawless. And yes, I, I I I am a little sad that I missed out on RenSport Seven, but. Um, I'm so thankful that everything worked out for me medically, health wise, and uh, to give you an idea how quick the recovery was, like I, like I said, I felt like I could go play pickleball right when I got back to recovery. But obviously, they have to wait and monitor. And I was clear to go back to my normal activity the following Wednesday. Oh wow! And That's I've probably paid, played six or so pickleball yeah. time slots since then. So was- I feel awesome. We and, certainly uh, missed you, though, oh,
2: but we're blessed to have you back. Thank you. And thank you. Uh, even better health than you were before.
1: And my mission is, you know, I, when this all happened, so many people, there were people that were here for the open house um, mm-hmm. that mentioned that, you know, oh, I had that done and this, that, and mm-hmm. done. And I'm just so surprised that I've never mm-hmm. really heard much about, like you hear about the Widowmaker, but you yeah. never hear about how people got there and mm-hmm. how it was a close call for them. But there, there's been a sizable amount of people that have told me that they have. So my mm-hmm. mission is to really to tell people is get it checked out. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Cause if I had just taken any of those possible exits, yes, it could have yeah. been very different. Yeah. So if you're not feeling great, go see the doctor because it could make a difference.
2: I have one question though. Did yeah. you win those pickleball matches that rate right, right before? Here's the crazy the- thing is <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually
1: faster and I, I'm, I'm still not hitting, like I still hold back a little bit, yeah. But um, but good. I'm definitely faster. <laughs> yeah, you think than... the other people, right? <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding back. Yeah, I'm definitely faster than before. Uh-huh. Um, I think my my second day of pickleball, I was like, I didn't lose a game. So yeah, yeah, yeah it feels awesome. pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Training regime, right? Yeah i mean <laughs> you can i mean it's amazing when you have oxygen right yeah and you don't feel like you need to slow so down you,
3: are you blaming this on why damon beat you in autocrossing last year i don't know the <laughs> the, the, the right
1: foot and steering i don't know how much oxygen maybe the, my thought process was not yeah. uh, reactions was not as fast yes, we'll yeah see. for sure <laughs> yeah well, yeah we're, we're blessed to have ne- that. next year i, I think uh, this year i'm pretty much done yeah for all. me this year with all yeah. the travel and the weather that's about to come, I think, our so tomorrow when
3: we fly will be your first flight since the procedure.
1: Tomorrow will be my first flight, heading out to San Diego to visit uh, at HRE to set up for Unstock, and Great. I'm excited. Great. I'm excited to get back to normal. Now,
2: will it set off any TSA alarms or anything? Or is it they small enough? They, for it they
1: didn't mention. I was yeah. like, do I need a car? Like, I have yeah. a card that shows that I have a stent, but yeah. the, I don't know that it's going to set off anything. Mm-hmm. I'll find out. Um, yeah. I definitely don't qualify for a handicap permit because <laughs> I, I, yes. I was just inquiring <laughs> i mean i just i was like for this for this short recovery time like he's like no you don't get it i was like i think like, go well, sometimes you see people that look get like plan ahead. i'm just i was just curious uh, apparently you don't qualify for that um but yeah so we'll, we'll be heading out to unstock and then we're going to come back that's a quick turnaround because we leave thursday come back friday and then we head up to new jersey for boardwalk reunion And then I'll be turning back around I think you stay overnight right Manny?
3: yes my wife is already up there or she'll be up there volunteering
1: yeah so um, then we have a full weekend then we have executive council meetings at the end of the month so we're back in we're back in action I feel good but I I am going to even though I don't know that it's my my diet that contributed to that blockage but I'm going to treat it as it did and I have been eating smarter. And honestly, just the thought of like crazy, greasy
0: stuff possibly clogging up mm-hmm. the system doesn't appeal to me right now. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of people ask, you know, uh, in fact, there are a couple people, where's is he hiding, you know, laughing. And I'm like, well, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kept telling people, I'm not sure how you had, you know, that heart issue when my diet is so horrible. I mean, it'll probably catch up to me if I keep going like uh, yeah. this. There but... yeah. <laughs> should be a message. Yeah. There
3: are two things uh, <laughs> tobacco. Yeah, and yep, well, you're, you're, diet. I don't yeah, think yep. you eat at all, so the here, food might be not. Oh, be I a do, problem. but it's usually
0: like frozen pizza.
3: Here, here, here's the thing, Damon:
1: <laughs> medical equipment, medical medicine, whatever has the ability to check your stuff out. Yeah. So if you're ever wondering, which yep. you should wonder, is just go check it out. And it, I, I kind of said it was like, sort of like a um, a Carfax. Like if you go and get your stuff done and the Carfax shows clean, you're good. But if the Carfax shows something, then you might want to investigate yeah. it. Because yeah. it's better to, like I said, get to on it. Yours your show
3: yeah. like an IMS replaced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another 45,000 miles and it needed to no, Yeah. Forever, and, and, right?
1: And I told the Car doctor, report so I told the doctor, that. so now yeah. that you've cleared it out and it took me 50 years to plug it up, like, do I get a reset? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. so anyways, uh, I want to send out congratulations to uh, Damon as well as to Bogdan because on YouTube we went over 80,000 subscribers and yep. on Last Insta- night, I think yesterday yeah, yeah. and on Kudos. instagram over 87,000 mm-hmm. uh subscribers so man we are just kicking butt and I'm very proud at the amount of progress we've had on um social media so congratulations to you guys on that yeah thank you uh also I want yeah if you don't uh, if you haven't make sure you uh be, give us a like
3: comment I think we got a change at the uh graphic though. What's out? Because Twitter no longer exists. Oh, big yeah, we got to update that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, we love reading the comments. And again, thank you for those that were checking on me. Uh, while I was out, uh, I was certainly reading those comments. And of course, if you haven't subscribed to our channels, what are you waiting for? Just do that. It's easy. And it's free. Um, I also wanted to share with you that we just released out there the fall PCA member only raffle. Uh, We've got an amazing allocation from Porsche Cars North America. Not many of these are out there, but we have a Spyder RS as the grand prize and
0: a car that you probably haven't heard about yet, Um, but the second... Actually, funny enough, Porsche had it at the LA Auto Show last year. Oh, did they? Mm -hmm. So they announced it for the American market two years early. Probably, I'm wondering, because they knew they weren't going to be back at the LA Auto Show.
1: Oh, I wonder. I, wonder oh, if that I missed was it. that because yeah. I wasn't there. The style edition, the is what style it it edition. Is, yeah. So Cayman the second grand prize, um, after the Spider RS, are 718. Your choice of either Cayman or Boxster Style Edition.
0: So since you saw the Style Edition, can you share yep. what that includes? Um, yeah, if uh, Robert scroll down on that page, there's a little link to a Style Edition announcement, um, and it's basically you can choose between a. Uh, I want to say it's for the base car only. Okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah, no. it, it is. It's just it makes, for the base car. The base car yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was for the S as well, but it's a, a base yeah. car. That's the Spider R S. It's one of the other links, Robert. My apologies. Um and if you're watching on YouTube, uh the what just popped up is the style edition. You'll see a I think it's Ruby Star. Uh, Neo, I think, right? Neo Ruby sorry. Star. It's yeah. a new style yeah. of Ruby Star, and then a I, so I forget they had the other color. On the other show. There yeah. was
2: one of those I thought at Treff and St. Louis. Already? Uh, the style edition in Ruby Star really? with white wheels and yeah. white striping and everything. It, it might be. Um, um, one of the one of the folks, uh, locals, uh, drove up to the oh, stairs really? parking lot oh, nice. when so, we were having the German yeah. uh, dinner. And it was a Ruby Star a Neo if, style edition. If it was she style, said it was a style edition. So it's Boxer. been available
0: in Europe and rest of the world yeah, this yeah. past year. So I'm yeah. wondering if she picked it up overseas oh, yeah. and somehow it was a
2: very cute little car yeah, yeah. but
0: yeah it's, it's all about style but you s- still get the same great performance you know from the turbocharged flat four which i'm personally i've driven a three those cars they are plenty fast um and you get a little bit of extra style
3: remember when getting a regular cayman s was like no big deal or Boxster yeah. S, yeah uh, for a raffle but now just getting any we could raffle all of allocations <laughs> Yeah, locations and right. people would be happy to yeah. buy them so just to get the. Uh, Second place is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah.
2: EC is not eligible for this. You're so welcome. Almost, yeah, yeah. almost yeah. makes me want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. Not quite. True. Almost.
1: Yeah, When well, none of us here at the table are eligible. But yep. it's so cool to see. And it happens to people that buy one, two uh, entries. And uh, so many people that we've uh, surprised with the raffle, they've never won anything uh, in their life. We, we did have one person that had one. Three vehicles in their lifetime. Oh Can my! You believe wow. that? Oh my! <laughs> they won. Uh, this was uh, Mr. Kibby who won the. Oh, um, he won the restored. Uh, Seventy-two uh, or seventy-three. Seventy-three restored 73. seventy-three that we did with Porsche Classic, mm-hmm. but in the. 70s he won a bmw 320i with the bmw club and in the 80s he won a ford f-150 with the local fire department but
3: he said he 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 would buy raffled whenever he saw raffle he He would buy buy it it. yeah which reminded me this morning i bought uh two tickets for um lottery uh yes the powerball Powerball. it's it's uh i don't buy lottery all the time it's got to be worthwhile because it was $1.73 I think. <laughs> oh, wow. And I thought to myself, I saw Mega Millions, and that was only up to $48 million. I mean, who gets out of bed for $48 right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's like by the time you pay taxes, you may have to split it with somebody. What is it, $10 million? And yeah. I thought about this as I walked to my car It has more duct tape on the seat than leather <laughs> and the back window is so taped up, I can't see, but I would not waste money on uh, yeah. 48 40 million. I'm 1.7 billion. That's I mean, insane. I don't yeah, know. So the lump
2: sum would be about 700 grand, uh, 700 million probably. So, uh, yeah. you know what <laughs> you bought that thinking or hoping
1: that you would win. Honestly, I'm scared for you that if you're, you do win, that's a, that, that, that life could be very difficult.
0: He's going to change. I can.
3: Yes, I will. Security. I will Not only is he going to change, he's going to disappear.
1: <laughs> we'll be like, where did Manny go? Did he
0: take today off? I will get a good traffic lawyer.
1: Haven't you seen? Have you seen those documentaries of lottery winners where their life really gets turned upside down? Like the yeah. the gentleman in West Virginia that was once shot at, or like his daughter was kidnapped, or like you just can't live a normal life. And you can say you don't yeah. tell people, or you can hire what?
0: I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, I would, I would
3: be at the top of the hill at RenSport. <laughs> you know or i'll, I'll stay in my house more. i'll
0: build three stories on top of it and i'll be the tallest house next to
1: Dundas. But I, yeah, I don't know i don't know <laughs> uh, to, to, I, uh, to me i i winning winning a couple of million would be cool because i think that would really Pussy real okay, yeah enhances your life but not so much where everybody's gonna all of a sudden be in Auburn and ask for a loan or
3: feel as though you've got to yeah. like, no i would be very generous all my friends i would give money to the ones who pissed me
2: off <laughs> I'm not my friends, I would make sure they would know that right. you didn't get money. Thanks. So, man. I think Boo and I played this game with each other once where we said, Well, if we won, what would be the first certainly not the only Porsche that you would oh, buy? Gosh, you know, yeah, what, we did what, play. What that. would it buy? What would you do? Or oh. GT.
1: So those yeah. of you that are listening, if you won Powerball, <laughs> what would be the first Porsche that you'd buy? Comment below. Manny, yeah. you, you I think you already
2: know your car. I've always said like a five fifty spider. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to get it from Voo's doctor, the inventor of stents. Yes, a you know? number yes. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Courage GT for me, but I, I feel like
2: that Courage GT is so
0: popular that it's almost like I need to find something new. Yeah, pretty soon here, but uh, yeah, Courage GT still.
3: I think the nine fifty nine was more popular in sport. Yeah, that,
0: GT's. I think you're right as well. Um, I don't think I would go for nine five nine if I had that kind of money. You know, after spending a little bit of time with some of the older cars, I think a 910 or a 906 would be a lot about, of fun. How about you, Richard?
1: Well,
2: it changes every day. Ask me tomorrow, will be different. Yeah. But I'm thinking I would call up our friends at the Porsche, the Sundervich program, and, oh, and do a build custom something. build something, Very go, go, go crazy with my own oh, dreams. Yeah. So,
1: nine oh four
0: living legends. Yeah. There
1: we so go. So, I <laughs> would do something that's probably sacrilege, but I think it would be the coolest thing ever is to take something like a movie. Moby... Don't,
3: don't say LS one into something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would take
1: like a Moby Dick and somehow make it streetable. Yeah, that would be not. so cool. Yeah, just having to or pop or, and or buy the and... one that is streetable, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of cars at Rensport, can we touch upon a couple of cars that I know that was introduced there, and maybe also talk a little bit about Manny's kind of disappointment of cars that weren't at Rensport? So first and foremost is a big, the the big uh, reveal on Thursday night was the GT3 R Rensport edition,
3: which is a beautiful car. I liked it better than the uh, 935. Mm-hmm. The, that wing definitely reminded me of the uh, 935s the way they were. Um, seventy-seven lucky people are gonna get this car. Yeah, oh, it's it's gorgeous. not a street car; it's a pure track car. Um, yeah, I think Grant Larson is the one who designed. Right. So,
1: someone that yes. is lucky enough to buy a car like that, are they just do, going to DEs? Because it doesn't fall into any sort of rules for so, racing. You know, when
3: the 935 came out, I remember at the last Rennsport, the, the talk was they were going to have a series for these cars, and people were going to race them. You know, internally, we were all like, there's no, no way anyone's going to race one of these. Yeah. And sure enough, the only time we've seen them is, uh, I think, Jeff Schwartz driving the Road Scholar, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 935, Cam Bingham was driving uh, it at, at yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. And at Pikes Peak. Yeah. Uh, speak as but well, no, we never. There, that's really, more like, like an exhibition. Really, ride. it's not yeah. made for a race series. Yeah. That's what yeah. cup cards are for. Um, but well, you know, know, like
0: the Ferrari XX, you know, and some of their later models, where you can't take it home. We well, can probably take this one home, mm-hmm. but you can't take that car home. You just arrive at the track, and they take care of you. That's what this seems like to me. Mm-hmm. But man, a million and forty six thousand dollars, no race series. Just track and day every single special. one of them will be sold. Yeah, I oh, have no I, I made. Right. Probably yeah. They probably sold out already.
3: Did they say wide limited it to seventy seven uh... It was the nine thirty
2: five slash seventy seven car yeah, okay. that they were oh, basing okay. it on. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I made inquiries. So I was told I was number eighty on the list. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they laughed. Right. Yeah. They laughed. Right. Right. So the other car that we've been talking about
1: for quite some time, and the best secret that wasn't a secret was seeing the ST. And uh, we were thinking maybe it would be uh, during Modern Car Week, but then we said Modern Car Week was all about the Spider RS. And sure enough, the ST shows up at Sport and it's at the top of the hill. Did you, got,
0: you guys were working, so I don't even know if you were able to venture to the top of the hill. Bogdan did you see and it? I oh, yeah. went you to did the top see it? Okay. on the first day, right yeah. in the morning, and then uh, vowed we'd never go back. Uh, we, we did see it. It was pretty amazing up there. Um, but honestly, Bogdan and I were so busy that we just didn't have the time mm-hmm. to go back. But it was up there kind of it was cool to see it in that location, but you gotta think, and I guess they did have shuttles, mm-hmm. but that's quite a ways to trek to see that car. <laughs> yeah. You know? So uh yeah you know. So my
1: question to you is in person, did it wow you or because we've been talking about ST for over a year now, and then to see a car that's fairly sedate in appearance, how did it come across in person?
2: I thought it was stunning to look at. Yeah. Um, but it does show the size. When you think ST mm-hmm. in terms of the history of Porsche, I think at least something small, light, uh, maybe bulgy fenders, right? And it certainly had the bulgy fend- fenders. But the overall appearance of the 992 and its size, mm-hmm. but the same you body, you can't is. escape that. I mean, haven't you haven't know? changed your body on it. It's Correct, not body. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. just a little wider than it's, your regular Carrera. Right, right. it's think? got yeah. the turbo. I think the turbo hips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it's. I a think it's stunning a stunning package. But Stain I don't think baggage. it
1: has that menacing look of the yeah. traditional ST. Yeah, yeah. Not really like I don't know that you to, could even think. create a car like that in today's mm-hmm. standards, yeah. right? Yeah. But when you think of the ST of years ago, it's like that's a menacing looking thing. Whereas yeah. this one looked very polished and, eh,
0: I don't know. I think you'll um, so telling difference between a GT3 Touring and a 911 ST is probably going to be kind of tough for yeah. some people if they know that it has that GT3 engine. Unless they know which details to look for, they might not know exactly. But one of the easy details is behind the front wheels, they've got the the, the arrow like blades and a little opening. Kind of just like the the GT3 RS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, the Touring doesn't have that. And there there are little things around the car that sort of tip you off to that. But it's very understated. Yeah, I I can't
1: wait to see it in person. Yeah,
2: I I personally like the understatement of it. Um, The color wasn't. It was like... Orange. It was, it was like a butterscotch. Bahama yellow. Yeah. 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 so Beautiful color. It was. Uh, fit that car. Uh, I
1: think the other car I saw that I thought was kind of cool was the uh, GT4 RS Panamericana. I think there's two of them that are going to be built. And there it is. And then I believe uh, uh, Patrick Dempsey is actually driving one of the cars in the Panamericana. I thought that was cool. Did you guys
0: get to see that in person?
2: Nope.
1: Glanced I at did. it. Oh. Uh, I, I think there's I so many that guys you just glanced at
2: it, right? I think, yeah. I think I missed that one. Yeah.
0: So iconic race. Caught that it. was placed right in the middle of the Tag Hoyer tent. Uh huh. So No kidding. Is that what it, where it was? was? So if you remember, you know how <laughs> we started right you know, <laughs> <laughs> how we started Manny at the 3561 uh-huh. and then took a U? <laughs> yep, yep. It was at the other the ending of our video, basically. Uh-huh. And it was on a little platform, but you've got 935, 934, 550s I saw, oh like yeah. and then you have this little GT4 Honestly, RS. I probably thought it
3: was just a GT4 RS or something which yeah. by itself would get a lot of attention but yeah. when you're in the Hall of Legends yeah. uh, that doesn't really The stand interior, up. I don't know if you mm-hmm.
1: see the interior of it with like the um the rally gauges and stuff that's pretty cool. It's a cool looking car. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh.
2: yeah.
3: It looks like they said it still doesn't look like anything different and somebody said well just bolt on a set of rally gauges <laughs> So that looks like what they did. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Although it looks nice. I'm sure if I did that in my garage, it wouldn't have no. the same effect.
2: So, I didn't know at this this race they opened it up to modern cars. Is that a new thing I, for this rally? I guess or, so. I guess uh, so. So, um,
0: uh, they, uh, they've always had cars, modern cars, but like yeah. the actual racing, I don't think so. Like, modern-ish. You know, our yeah. right, spiders are out there, but... Um, yeah. Exhibition stuff. It's amazing when you're
3: a title sponsor what you can have done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, the other
1: car, the car that I got to see at Goodwood also made its way to Rensport Reunion. And it was in the news just yesterday. I I tried to pull up the the article, but I I couldn't find it again. And you always talk about, you know, will these quote-unquote concept cars or supercars actually become production? And so what I'm talking about, obviously is the mission, mission X, X Mission right. X mm-hmm. that was there. Uh, but in the news yesterday, they said that um, Keanu Reeves bought the latest, or is in line to have the first Porsche supercar, which I'm
0: assuming is the Mission X. Is that true? I'm not sure, but hey, Keanu, if you're a listener, contact us. We would love to do a one mile review <laughs> one or maybe a five or 10 mile but, review. But more, but more
1: importantly, I mean, yeah, like he's a cool star and everything, but yeah. what's cool is, I guess this car is going to make it to production.
0: I mean, uh, I think we all I'm knew sure it is. probably would. Yeah.
3: Like um, I said, it's going to uh, exist uh, in the main. And talking yeah. to some <laughs> 918 owner that Rensport, they were, they were approached by yeah. Porsche mm. asking, you know, what it would take for them to order this car. Um, Man, I can't imagine seeing that thing in real life
1: on the streets. That's
3: and you wicked. remember the whole cycle of how we saw the nineteen spider evolve. Yeah, from what it. Uh, yeah, when we first saw it, it didn't even have a dash. We couldn't even see anything above the uh, top tip of the steering wheel. The flywheel hybrid system, yeah. the, uh, or at least
0: on the <clears throat> race car prototype. Remember, it had a little flywheel. Oh, that was the RSR
2: 19. The RSR one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The interior of this uh, <clears throat> prototype was really amazing. I thought it was just fantastic. Man,
0: you know it's funny. This is how busy um, I was, but I, I'm sure I speak for uh, most of PCA employees. Is uh, so I was right next to this car, but I was waiting for Grant Larson and uh, one of our freelancers who's presenting on video, um, about the GT3 R N Sport. And there was such a crowd, and there was no time. I didn't even see the car. Oh, really? You know, I was
1: right next to it the whole time. Oh, yeah. I just uh, there I mean there's so much yeah. to look at and take in at Ren Sports so I totally yeah. understand if you miss out on a car yeah. because there's yeah. thousands of cars yeah. to look at so um let's uh, man this 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 episode's definitely going through your almost <laughs> to half an hour mark um so let's talk about the two videos you released uh and the the one that is really just I think crushing it right now is the yeah. uh, the giant killer to giant
0: yeah I I think when I um so we started filming this. It's uh, it's about Porsche's journey from 1951 when they entered Le Mans for the first time and then won their class with the 356L all the way until the uh, Porsche Salzburg win in 1970 in the number 23 car. And uh, it's just basically the story of how Porsche got there. I know we didn't cover every single car Porsche made up until that point. We actually have footage of them. We might come out with some videos later but it was basically a very general um overview touching based on some of the really imp- important cars and rod emery memory motorsports talked about the sl since he restored it the one that won uh cam ingram is an expert on everything porsche but we had him focus in on until 1967 i believe and then um brian redmond legendary porsche factory driver and just le- legendary race driver in general and um the, the founder of the Revs Institute, Miles Collier, both spoke in sort of conversational form about several—I want to say five or six cars. It was 908 Longtail, 908 Three, 917. The cars that Redmond drove. Yeah, the cars that Redmond he drove. He didn't
3: come in until near the end of the story when yeah. uh, Piek was at
0: full swing. Exactly. So, so we didn't touch on the 907. That might be another future video. Um, but basically this nearly hour long video from people who really know these cars are are experts on them. And, you know, one person who drove, uh, many of the fastest cars in the day, uh, talking about them on video. And, um, in my email, I think to, uh, you guys when it was done and from 90% to a hundred percent, huge difference. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy what editing can do. And again, will can, Did a great job with that. But I saw that and I thought, this is the best video we've ever produced. That's awesome. I think it is. And I think
1: it's going to be one of those that is also like a slow burn where people are going to come across it and realize how much... History is in there, and you can learn so much. And so, yeah, it's great to have. Congratulations to you! Thank you. The early
2: uh, uh, other reviews I've read online about it are very positive. Yeah, well, and they basically said it's the best. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm glad uh, uh, Gurney Eagle said that. Gurney, I think
0: uh, Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he was. um, This is the best, and I'm Mike. I agree. I said (laughs) that before I even saw your comment, and uh, so we're on the same page there. It's a
3: great story, and Lord knows when I had to write the article for Pano. (laughs) It was <laughs> the hardest articles I had to write because you had to make it uh, interesting to read, but there's so much to cover, and each car is worthy of its own article. Then there's all the subplots, if you will, uh, the different cars that we couldn't mm-hmm. really get into, um, that uh, really didn't weren't the prototypes. That is, uh, you mm-hmm. know, what what fascinated me was uh, Piek, Piek, and his uh, just um, drive to win Le Mans and how much money he spent, how much he almost bankrupted the company. But everything he did to, to, to take this company and just uh, make it so dominating in, in motorsport, it was like uh, definitely a man on the mission. He's one of the people that I wish I would have met out of all the Porsche people mm-hmm. I met. Uh, the funny thing, everyone I would tell from Porsche that, you know, I would love to meet Ferdinand Piek, they would all say, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, because, I mean, the guy was a genius, regardless of his personality or How people thought of him. The guy was just a genius, and he and he's a large part of why Porsche is what it what it is today. Uh, So yeah, it was a great video. It was done uh, in a great documentary style that uh, at least gave a glimpse into what uh, what could be done. So next question is, what is our next video going to be? Too soon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're still recovering. (laughs) I am. That that was a tough edit. Um, That was a long project. Uh, I'm not quite sure. you know, uh, if you guys have any ideas, feel free to mention no, before comments. Before the show, we
3: were talking, and what's always fascinating me, but the problem with this video we found out was that a lot of the people that were key that had raced are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And so before we run into that problem again, I would love, and I haven't seen a whole lot of um, doc, uh, videos about uh, the uh, 70 uh, uh, RSR, the uh, IROC series that Penske mm-hmm. started. hmm uh, it was a short series, but Lord knows there's so many uh, copies of those cars made up. And yeah. any time even a copy shows up, yeah. it's a big hit at any show. Uh, and I still have, my, have, have in my head that uh, that famous shot of the open transporter having all the RSRs on the back of the different colors. And I thought, yeah. you know, Roger Penske is still, still with us. He could first hand of what it took to convince Porsche yeah. to make these cars for him and uh, the convinced the drivers, driver that would be pretty cool to uh to document that with the living living legends the yeah.
2: story that i recall from this i don't i assume it's accurate but uh was actually that was mark donahue's uh suggestion to roger because they were looking to build a spec car mm. and he said well you should just use the porsche carrera because it's bulletproof you know and and it was so really mark i think that Whispered into Mr. Penske, that this is the car for the series.
1: Well, I, lo- I love that we're taking the initiative. As you said, there's so many people that we used, you know, that, that was here um, before that we didn't, you know, we've spoken to them or we've mm-hmm. had. You know, uh, instances where we met them, but we didn't record it. And Manny, Damon, and the rest of the team, you know, they're actively seeking out people to capture all of this on video. So since Richard is here, just know that there's going to be a budget yes, request come, big, 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 so, big, 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 so, big. so that we can capture this for our archives. You know, hit, hit that like <laughs> and, subscribe hit that
2: and subscribe button. Hit that like and subscribe button so, so Richard can give us a bigger budget. Like and like subscribe <laughs> is like hope and prayers. That's, That's not cash. But right. no,
3: I think what Damon's done with this video is. It's a great introduction. It's the kind of thing you can go to Roger Penske and say, "Take a look at this. This is what we're going to do for this video. We want to do." Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. go to these people who are key in the 956 or 962 era. Say, "Hey, this is how we want to." It's not a quick uh, seven-minute video done mm-hmm. in, in the basement. This is going to be a. Oh yeah, a we probably had three or four hours video. of interview. Probably three
0: or four hours of interview footage. Um, and you know, it was hard to see what the end of the tunnel the light at the end of the
2: tunnel w- when we were right, in it and right. in fact
0: that light didn't appear until i think the last second to last edit where i'm like okay we got it
2: and the great thing but, about uh... <laughs> it is it'll stand the test of time if mm-hmm. you do it, 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 it right exactly. it's accurate and well done it'll it'll yeah. be there forever yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I
3: was uh, i was impressed with that i liked watching it yeah same
1: uh, you also dropped uh, a video of you doing a one-mile review on a pretty iconic car—a yeah. car that not many people get to drive—and that's a 911 S Targa.
0: Yeah, that—that that was the first time I'd driven a um, an early 911 S. So this was a '71 with the 2.2-liter um, engine. And uh, if you're watching YouTube right now, you'll see that it's um, a blue car with Porsche Museum on the side. So this was a Porsche Museum car. And I was on a trip where. Um, uh, Porsche had brought different waves of journalists from different countries. And I was there with some American journalists, Chinese, Korean, and Japanese. Nice. And uh, we all were driving this car and several others for two days to experience most, not all the 964 was missing, but most 911s, almost every 911 generation, um, and also experience Germany's cultural heritage and sort of celebrating the 75th anniversary of Porsche. Porsche. They wanted to take us somewhere that. Had a lot of German culture. Mm. So, um, on Deeper. the side, this was the one mile reviews were really things that I did on the side for this trip. You'll see a Panorama article in May in the destination issue. Um, but this was one of those cars 2.2 liter, 180 horsepower, revs to, I want to say, in the neighborhood of 7,500 or so RPM. Really revs. Such a small engine, yet plenty of power, uh, skinny tires and wheels. And they were on the Michelin XWX, I th- believe they're called. Um, vintage-style tires with new rubber but vintage tread. And it's a weird juxtaposition for me of new and old because the car itself, the way the engine feels, and the control weights drive a lot newer than an early 70s car. Mm-hmm. But if you have, like this car did, the thin rim steering wheel and the tall tires, really skinny, that brings it back to the 70s a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. it definitely drove way newer than... I'm sure almost any American car of that era. but um, having driven a 72 e with suspension, you know and new tires and all that it's it's pretty crazy what little mods, and I'm sure the tires are the biggest ones, how the tires change how the cars feel. Absolutely.
1: So didn't yeah. it feel like you were driving, and I like driving all you know, the like cars, you're, your I feel, you drive with <laughs> your fingertips, it feels like you're in a time machine. Yes. It's like you're and, driving a bus. Yeah, the, and you, yeah, and you, yep. you, yeah. You, you have to like reset your brain and not expect things to happen yeah. the way a modern car would be, but you mm-hmm. it's very fun. It's very it fun is. to have... You know, you know the car has no power steering, but because of the, the, the skinny wheels and the big mm-hmm. wheel, it's still very maneuverable and easy yeah. and it all works. Um, driving a dogleg transmission is kind of weird because yeah. you start off so it's close fun, to the thigh. But yeah, it's it's, it's long it's, throws. But that's all part of the experience. Yeah. And you know, I I yeah. love cars, you know, that, that yep. sort of take you back and uh, yep. you know, to, to what that experience was like back in the day. Yep. Very cool. A lot uh, of
2: a lot of people say the 2.2 S engine though is their favorite of the early really? early 911 yeah. engine people. They said that this one is just, just the best. Uh, yeah, so this is the only of S I've rev, driven. Rev happy nature and
0: yeah. So I've heard that a couple times now, and I've also heard that the 70. 70- the, the two point two liter is kind of I wouldn't say the worst but some people mm-hmm. like the torque of the 2 point four and then mm-hmm. others like the the rev happy mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. it also seems like there are people who like a mix of that absolutely which is what the yeah. two point two yeah. is yeah 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 they like the one they have yeah they like the <laughs> yeah. one they have exactly right? or they like the one they don't have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but but I, I really I need to drive all of them yeah to really go. know for sure there you so go. <laughs> so
1: but before we get into the news I'm just trying to catch up on on time here mm-hmm. um I wanted to point out something like I'm not often surprised by things, um, but uh, in, in this case, there was something that happened at Rensport. And it happens at other events, too, um, where things kind of grow legs and disappear. But it's <laughs> but, so I'm talking about sometimes, you notice people ask for posters or they grab the the PCA logo that's on the front of the um the, the podium, let's say. But usually people ask. Um, I know one year at Rensport, they literally saw someone hop out of a 911 with a set of scissors and cut out the banner that was tied to uh, the fence. But I think most of that happens at the very end. I would like to think so. But it's crazy for me to think that there was an incident and Porsche has this new initiative where they have these passports. And you can go around to different events and go to different um, um, displays, and you get your passport stamp. Sort of like a, a actually,
3: piece. this was for the um cl- the classic book,
1: the classic book. It wasn't the passport. Yeah. Stamp. Oh, it yeah. wasn't the passport. Yeah. Right. Oh, they, they okay. Stamp in the books. Oh, they were stamping the books. Yeah.
2: The, yeah so
3: they had all these uh, the new um, what's it called the uh, origin originali originali bo- yeah. uh, Okay. Mm-hmm. book, and uh, uh, so when you went into uh, the uh, Sonderwunsch house. Um, that's first thing you hit was a uh-huh. table, and uh-huh. they had a, you know artistically laid out, and they had a stamp, so you could stamp that. Hey, this is for the staff to use. <laughs> well, yeah, they were letting to- people stamp it. Yeah, uh, but there was someone there. Yeah, and uh, and uh, this some- was early on, and in and in, during the. Uh,
1: and here's the crazy events. thing is we hear that <laughs> one of the stamps disappear, which is I think I- stole stolen, stolen, <laughs> stolen. So if you did it, shame on you. I'm shaming you right here. Um, because you didn't wait till the end. It was not ask. gifted. It was, was not, not gifted. gifted. The worst part of it all is it ends up on eBay. And the picture on eBay shows it uh, laying on top of a PCA Rensport Reunion volunteer shirt. And they, pro- they be- probably stole that too. And then you look at the name of the seller, and we tried to look to see if they were a, uh, a member or not. And we can't find – thankfully, they're not a member, but I don't know how they got – the if volunteer shirt, I don't know how they got this And I can stamp. tell you it was
3: 100% not gifted because Porsche came to us asking us if this was a member. Uh, because quite frankly, you know, they there was a lot of people that went with books that didn't have stamps because so, of this
1: person. So for those of you that are not watching YouTube, it's a it's a, like a wooden handled stamp uh, that says Portia Rentsport Reunion. It has the date. Mm-hmm. How much, green line do, you, how much do you think that could possibly be worth, right? Like that probably costs 50 bucks to make. <clears throat> they put it on eBay and I can't believe someone is willing to pay this, but someone won the bid at $1,576. I Which believe is in
3: grand theft in the California. I believe
1: in, wow. I believe in karma. I believe in karma. So you yeah, collected $1,500 for stealing something, something is coming towards you that's all i'm gonna say about yeah, that I, yeah. I
2: i hope they donated it to charity oh uh, so, i, you know, yeah. I yeah. hope, you know what i kind of hope you know
1: i kind of hope i kind of hope porsche bought it
2: so when ah, it gets delivered they they'll know the, who they bought it from ah, and
1: then get that money back that's what i yeah, i it, wouldn't be surprised it, it has actually. my
3: dna on it by the way uh Ooh, i'm too uh, much information uh, man you, you mean you use <laughs> the stamp well, tom gorsuch too oh. <laughs> no we stamped our uh our bodies with it oh we were, god we <laughs> have to have it like a tattoo <laughs> that's why that's why it's worth
1: so much uh anyways i just thought that was one of the weird things that did happen at runsport and definitely don't condone that please don't take stuff from the no we had
3: yeah. a, we had girl bad we had a display for uh, showing oh, what yeah. our girl badge looked
2: like And somebody walked off with that.
1: We were selling them. You didn't have to steal the display unit. Yeah. You could have just bought one. So in the
2: past, the track has auctioned uh, on eBay mm-hmm. some of the signage. Sure. Some of the posters and mm-hmm. signage. And I've actually bid on those and have a you couple of You did it the right garage. way. You Sunker. did it the right way. You know, but it <laughs> wasn't like I wasn't up on a stepladder <laughs> clipping off yeah, things there's and people, swiping them. Uh,
1: I mean, at Parade, yeah. at Works. You know you know uh, the uh, the class signs that we have at Works? You know, let's say this is the, the early 9-11 yeah, class and it's, yeah. it's sort of like a real estate sign. Yeah. We literally had someone pull the sign up in the middle of the event. And walk off with it and i think manny's the one that caught him said where are you going with that they're like this would look in my garage you do realize we're having an event right now we do need that sign <laughs> after this was oh, stolen uh, yeah. paul greger oh. paul oh. greger
3: who was on the show, podcast two podcasts ago was telling us because he's the one who came up asking us if we knew who this person was um he reminded us that when they had a billboard Stolen a full-size billboard at Sebring. Oh, at Sebring. The wow. main billboard. The you main billboard when you come in. It was uh, lit oh up gosh. with spotlights. It had the thick uh, metal cables holding it down. They come in the next morning and it's missing. That's wow. insane. A full-size billboard.
1: Uh, I mean, they're enthusiasts for sure, but that's not the right way to no. <laughs> portray your enthusiasm. But then they put
3: it on eBay yeah. within days after stealing it. That's what... Uh, <laughs> I'm it, like, what? no one ever said criminals were smart
1: though well anyways (laughs) anyways um so let's get into some porsche news the first item manny has here is the uh boxster ev
3: yeah so they have more spy shots uh this was uh, um looking good. good it's getting closer and closer to being revealed um i'm so excited about this car to see what uh what it's like and uh uh, did you notice the wheels are a little bit different too. They're going mm-hmm. more for the. Uh, it's got a little bit of that arrow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's um. I'm happy that it looks like a Boxster. Yeah. They're not trying to. Sometimes electric cars. They, it's funny they how they they, still have a, they have a little tailpipe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's gonna throw you off. <laughs> you might think it's gas.
1: But didn't didn't they announce that um that they will be both
3: available? Yes, that's gas. Not a news item. Yeah, gas and electric. Originally, you know, the they time. were gonna go full blown uh you know like pull the band-aid off it's just going to be electric but much like the macan they're backing off from that and saying well you know we're still going to offer both which that's in some markets right it's a smart business move mainly because they don't have this um charging network anywhere near figured out right now
1: yeah so do you think the performance of the electric will be um on paper higher performing than the gas counterpart or do you think they will try to yes they'll try to keep it the same
3: oh uh, yeah like Damon said it will be and you're paying more
0: so
1: it,
3: it'll just be a driving feel you know it's going to be a heavier car mm-hmm. I, I would imagine mm-hmm. so it's going to be you know um do you want like uh next snapping acceleration yeah versus a heavier car i mean uh you know have you driven the tycon Richardson. Yes, yeah, so to me the yeah. Taycan is an incredible machine, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't feel that weight. It's not like you uh, feel the weight under braking. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, to me it's not that much different than a Panamera. Um, so or it'll be interesting. Macon, you know, know. So it's not different from a Panamera weight wise. Very similar. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. so you're talking electric versus gas, and that uh, yeah. you know, uh, so uh, there's a lot of pressure on them. I think on this car mm-hmm. and the launch of this car. Yeah, and I think the the expectation will be. Especially when given a choice, presented yeah. a choice, it's one thing to say, okay, you have to buy an EV if you want a, a yeah. car of this right. type, but to now the market is going to be able to decide which to choose, so it's going to have to be really, and, really and good. I, I think it's smart of them to do it
1: that way, to you know, yeah. give their enthusiasts, their customers the choice, but I feel as though... They already know the outcome. They're just doing it because that's the right thing to do. But the long game is it is going to be electric. And I think as a
0: club, we need to be
3: prepared for that. Yeah.
0: It's interesting because we – and I know not everybody on our Facebook or Instagram are members. Um, I'm sure a good chunk of those are. But uh, it's pretty crazy to see how much people dislike electric cars. It is. Still, you know. Yeah. um like the new, mean, the new
1: stuff man i wish it were electric and it's just like oh. but how many people Dislikes, you know,
2: the 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 Cayenne being
3: built. Well, remember when the turbo everything was going turbo and everyone was like, "Buy the last flat." Well, that's the history,
2: you know, going back to the history when the 911 was introduced. You know, oh, that's the end. The 356 was the last real Porsche. (laughs) Or when a a liquid cooled 911. Oh my God, you know, or an SUV. It's uh, all that
0: criticism. uh, Why Porsches this this good nowadays, right? But I I think think what they're looking (laughs) long
1: range is. You know yeah. my my youngest uh my son he's he's uh 14 and i don't think he has that gas versus electric mentality he's just likes cool cars yeah he's more and agnostic so they're, 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 yeah technology. exactly so there yeah. and he doesn't have that yeah. you know the the exhaust note that he falls in love with and in fact yeah. i think my middle son you know some of my cars are kind of loud and he's like dad why is your car so freaking loud? <laughs> like, like, Can't it be fast and be quiet at the same time? So I think, you know, yeah, some yeah. of us older gearheads love that stuff, but they're preparing for the next generation. Yeah, I and think the next the, generation I, wants that performance, but not yeah. necessarily all that. Well our cars
3: be our well cars be like phones in that the technology changes so fast that uh, you know, some guy looking at a twenty twenty five boxster Uh, who buys one, then next year it's a whole different model. It's like iPhones, you know? I thought I was new with my iPhone 11. Now they got like 15 Pro, which means by Christmas it'll be 16 or something like that. It's, uh, at what point um...
2: What I like about though, this shift of direction though, is like, I'm fine really with, give me a choice. You know, Mm -hmm. if if I want an EV, I'll buy, you Mm -hmm. know, convince me that it's better. Uh, And I really like that market approach rather than just being told, sorry, no more yeah. Yeah. ice vehicles. And, and, and uh, eventually yeah. the market will determine
1: what they yeah. offer, yeah. much like we all love a manual. We yeah. all love mm-hmm. a manual, yeah. but the market has said yeah. they only need to present, a, you know, manufacture 2% or whatever yeah. it is in manual because yeah. everyone's taking, um, I'm talking about the mass market, not necessarily the Yeah, and
2: it's better to, for me to have a market decision rather than some bureaucrat in Brussels or yeah. wherever deciding you exactly. know, whether yeah. I get an yeah. ice vehicle or not. Yeah. Alright, your next
1: news item, Manny, I didn't click on it, so this was Faf and Porsche and McLaren. And-
3: yes, so Faf is uh, <clears throat> giving up on Porsche. <laughs> they're, go- they're going on McLaren. Um, it's been a tough year for the GT class mm-hmm. at- for Porsche. Um, they just uh, have not been in the headlines. They struggle for a third place. Um, it's 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 Faf who won the championship before, so we got a great team, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just not the the car is no longer very, competitive. Uh, I, I think they need more BOP adjustments. Mm-hmm. Even with GTD, uh, you say you have GTD Pro, which they use all the same car to GT3R, just uh, pro drivers versus a mixture of amateur. Uh, but yeah, when both classes, they just get killed. Yeah. Um, no. Nope. I wish I, I could mean, write more and more. You're, about in, their it, you're in it to win it, so yeah. And they have a good partnership with the McLaren, so we'll mm-hmm. see if uh, if fortunes change or not. Hmm. but they were the sole entry in GTT pro. So hopefully someone fills that void. Yeah.
1: All right. So let's go into events. We talked about, uh, uh, seeing everyone at, uh, HRE's headquarters for Unstock. That will be November 12th. Registration is open. I think display cars are just about sold out. Uh, how many hmm. spots do we have left? Maybe like a handful, if that a handful is a good number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not, I think not maybe my.
3: like, uh, I don't know uh 15 something like that yeah. maybe so
1: if you're planning to uh display your modified porsche don't delay and register now
3: um if have- you've never been to hre it is a
2: very cool
3: man it's a manufacturing facility and you're It's gonna not get- a showroom this is yep. where they actually make the wheel that i was fascinated by all have you ever been there no i haven't no, it's really no. uh it's no. really um no. well it makes That's me happy that manufacturing still in the u.s and and how precise they are and watching how this chunk of metal comes out this beautiful uh, and how customized wheel. they are. yeah every it's, single wheel and yeah. these guys are all gearheads mm-hmm. well, to them it's not it's like some companies they could be making popcorn makers or whatever doesn't matter yeah. but these guys are pure gear gearheads and and here i'm talking about how he developed some wheels because it reminded them of a retro bmw and yeah. they copy you could tell they really really get into their work Yeah. It's
1: going to be an awesome time. And, um, you know, certainly those of you in Southern California make your way down there. Even if you're not displaying a car, we'll have plenty of parking for spectators, food trucks, a DJ, and it'll be a fun time.
2: Yeah. I went last year's event. It was a great vibe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't be with you this year, but, uh, Yeah, I I, I I thought I saw you had your car registered, but something came up. Yeah, yeah, You know, but who who is
3: coming from the EC? Anyone?
1: Uh, I think Tom is coming and Craig's coming. I think Craig's coming. Craig's coming as well. So, uh, still a fun time. This year, last year was kind of crowded. Um, The space at West Coast Customs was kind of tight. Still a very Mm -hmm. special um, event because we got to go inside West Coast Customs. And this is the Mm -hmm. same here at Unstock we'll be able to go inside the manufacturing facility and uh, see all their tools. I'm
3: still failing the drug test here because of West Coast Customs event because we had to push that one car, Remember oh, yeah. one car? Yeah. oh my god we had to open the door up to, you know, to, so, to turn the steering so, wheel and uh oh my god let me let me clarify i took one breath and i was like wow let me, wow. Not my
1: car. Let me clarify it was not one of our members cars it was not an event person's car it was a, it a hope it wasn't it was, a, was, it was it was it was a car that was in the middle of the street they knew it belonged to um, but they didn't have the keys, but the car was unlocked and when, man, when you open the door and you got the waft of, um, let's say a, uh, uh, marijuana, I mean, it was, it was strong. Yes. Uh, <laughs>
3: that's stuck in my head about that. Experience. Yeah. I thought the dogs at the airport were it, start, was uh, saying, it was good that we didn't climbing to on go to the the top, airport. my my, yeah. my shirt. I was wearing that day. Uh, follow- oh, before you, before you yeah. get to the next one, uh-huh. I want to, uh, I sort of mentioned this earlier in the show for people still listening. So next podcast, we're going to talk about the uh, White Collection, yeah. which is coming up for auction. Mm. Yep. And Damon oh, yeah. Damon was actually there, and he's yeah. going to uh, tell yeah. us about filming the video for it. If you haven't watched yeah. the video, go type in White Collection uh, PCA, and you'll come up with uh, it's our yep. most popular video. Um, but we have an insider who mm-hmm. is um, going to be unnamed. He wants to be anonymous, but he's going to answer a lot of our questions. So if you have any questions about this White Collection Put it in the comments, and maybe we'll throw those questions to the person. We'll do our best. We'll do our best to mm-hmm. uh, see what questions That's he can answer. But maybe a yeah. little bit of an insider uh, about uh, – because I've heard different podcasts talking about this, but none of them really have had an inside look at this or, or can speak mm-hmm. uh, maybe to the degree we can, um, and just a little insight into uh, into this collection because the more you dive deeper into it, this person was very uh, – Fastidious about his collection oh, yeah, and right. he has a lot of um, memorabilia going on oh, for sale gosh. too it's mm-hmm. gonna
2: to be quite and an auction I, yeah. i'm yeah.
1: gonna be sitting at my computer that day just looking at the prices because there's yeah. some things there it's that, all in
3: an online yeah, auction yeah. so anyways i just want to say uh Put any questions you have about this white collection. If you haven't seen the video, go look at that first. Because I'm sure you'll have a lot of questions after you watch it.
1: Yeah, and yeah. look at all the lots. Maybe you have a question about a particular item. I think
3: 64 cars are being sold.
1: Yeah, and, and the cars are amazing. Don't get me wrong. But the memorabilia and the, uh, yeah. all the other stuff that they have in the collection. Do you like Porsche bikes? Porsche bikes, definitely Porsche, Porsche watches, them. Porsche. Uh, there was a Porsche sled that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of posters. The Bobski? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So it's probably not good for my hoarding tendencies, but I'm going to watch it anyway. (laughs) All right. uh, Following Unstock, we will stay in Southern California. Uh, The following weekend, we are going to be there for the National Tech Tactics West in Eastvale, California, uh, in the training center with Porsche. That's November 18th and 19th. And I believe registration opens up today. Today, So by the time you listen to this, registration will be open. And uh, hopefully you'll join us for... Um, you, you only need to sign up for one day because the next, the following day, it's the same curriculum. So hopefully yep. we'll see you. Rinse and repeat. See, rinse and repeat. Yep. See you Saturday uh, or Sunday. Um, I do want to give a plug. Make sure if you have ever considered going on a cruise, but maybe you were kind of on the fence, you should come out with us because we have about 800 PCA members heading um, – to Treffin at Sea uh, with uh, Princess Cruise Lines, and that's going to be sailing December 9th. There are a few rooms left. Uh, it's just about sold out. Uh, we just heard that uh, we have Pirelli coming on board as uh, mm-hmm. one of our major sponsors of Treffin at Sea. So they are going to sponsor our welcome party. Going to get
3: tired of the flotation device, just
1: in case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are also going to be the presenting sponsor of the Treffin at Sea diecast Concord. Which awesome. I think will be the We're definitely going to um, beat the record that we had last mm-hmm. year. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And then also, have you been following um, the dates and announcements for Porsche Parade? Porsche parade next year will be in Birmingham, Alabama, June 9th through 16th. So um, make sure this is a great time to plug the newsletters, um, because this is how you can find out what's going on in PCA. So if you haven't subscribed to ebreak news or mark fresh news or performance news, just head over to PCA.org and we'll get you set up there. Uh, We are a bit over. Is there anything else we want to share?
3: I'm glad to have you back because I do not like – I like producing it, but I like when I can relax during the uh, show and not have to remember all these things that you have to – you remember.
1: Yeah, well, I I love that I am back. And again, thank you to everyone who kind of took up the slack that I, I left a void when uh, going out to Rensport. Thank you for all the well wishes, the emails, the texts. Um, And I'm so proud of the PCA team for the amazing job they did at RunSport. But you know what? That's done. And we've got other things to do. And we are geared up to have a really strong finish to the year. So thanks for listening. If you aren't currently a PCA member and you own a Porsche, Grab that VIN, uh, head over to PCA.org, and we'll make sure we set you up with membership. If you're looking for your Porsche, we have a test drive program where we can uh, give you access to resources and help you find the best Porsche uh, you can. Uh, Porsche Club Insider, make sure you join the Instagram page, behind-the-scenes photos and videos. As always, we love it when you place a comment, uh, send us a message at podcast.pca.org. Again, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take a look at our Instagram page. We got lots going on. Um, Until next time, stay safe and we'll catch you down the road.